When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. No Jumper, coolest podcast in the world, and we in here today with the FBG boys. <laughs> how y'all doing? What's up, mm-hmm. Roscoe? How you feeling? Chilling. Nice to have y'all back. For sure. It's been a minute. Good having us. See Appreciate you having us. Kind of sad circumstances, though. Let's let's just get that out of the way. The last time we were all together was when we did the cash interview, and I think that was only maybe like six months ago, nine months ago. And uh, he unfortunately passed away. Um, pretty sad that last time we were all together it was to celebrate and interview somebody, and he's lost his life since. So I just want to say rest in peace to him and everything. For sure, for sure, for sure. What? what how's, how's that in terms of your mental state? Are you are you so jaded to it at this point that it, it just doesn't hit the same way that it did when you were younger in terms of dealing with death? No, nah, hell no. Nah. See, I thought I was just about like losing a lot of friends, but shit, like losing a brother, that's different. Right. That shit took me like, it took me back to like losing, losing Tuka, like the first person that that got killed and shit. That shit, cause I used to think like shit. I didn't, I lost a lot of friends. I'm really numb to it, but that shit hurt. Cash was different just because he was such a big personality to y'all. That's my big brother. Mm. It was like losing the, losing a brother. Shit, I felt I felt for a lot of people in the hood that lost a brother. Shit, everybody that lost like a family member. Period. Shit, because it was like, yeah, that shit hit different. Right, and it's like you you dealt with so much death that you just keep thinking that maybe it's it's finally done. Maybe like you know, especially something like him where it felt like everything was going in the right direction career wise. I don't know. It's just like it's fucked up how consistently this shit happens. You know. No, nah, no. Nah, see, that's one thing. Like. I don't, I'm not, I know it's not done, like, I know it's more to come type shit, like, it just, it just be surprising me, like, who get killed type shit, but, like, I know somebody's gonna eventually get killed, mm. like that, like, so. People do. Do you feel jaded to it? Do you feel like you, like, I mean, I, I understand that y'all deal with death differently just because you guys have been seeing it up in your face since you were young kids, right? But I mean, how how would you say that you deal with it, in a sense, like in, in terms of what the grieving process is like for you guys at this point in your life? I don't, I don't really think I deal with. It. I then just like shut down for a couple of days, type shit. Just don't want to talk, don't you know, calculate, evaluate the shit. You know what I'm saying? And then be backing up and running, type shit, because you can't, you know, you can't let it stall you out for too long. But you gotta step back and just take a whiff of what's going on. But you ever have a death that it doesn't feel right because you just didn't, you know, I don't know. Like, even when I go to somebody's funeral, a lot of times that makes me feel like at least a little bit at peace with losing them. Like, okay, at least I spent a couple hours at this event to to mourn them, you know? Yeah. But, like, do you ever, there's also been other people where it felt like, damn, I didn't slow down long enough to really, like, reminisce about who that person was. I mean... It's really like how close you is with a, with a, with somebody. Well, for me, 
It's really like how close you is with somebody. But I grew up seeing like people just die all the time. Not even just like my my friends. It's like even like people who supposed to be like the opposition. I want to positive time. Like I grew up, I grew up with them too. Mm. So like even seeing them die, that's it's crazy too. You feel me? But shit, like it depends like what hit homes, and you start seeing like. Like I say, like I, I done blocked a lot of shit out just being like, just to losing all my friends. I just blocked a lot of shit out just to even deal with that shit, just to not get to, in my in my feelings about the shit. But like losing the brothers, that shit like bring out all your emotions. Mm, definitely. Um, how do you feel the reaction was when Cash died? Like in terms of how the city reacted and, and what the the mood was like. See, like. Cash, like, he wasn't, like, a, a friendly guy in the city anyway. Like, ain't too many people who were, like, really big on Cash. But, like, he, before he died, he was really turning that around. Like, he didn't, like, damn that control the internet got all the people who didn't have shit to say about him. He didn't got them to start liking him and shit. Mm. So he was, like, really working on building everything back up before he died. Right. But, I mean, with him, honestly, it's kind of similar for you with with him in the way that it was for us with draco the ruler where he got killed in la at his own uh concert and it was a crazy feeling for all of us because on one hand we're super sad and everything but at the same time it felt like he had been saying shit in songs and really like provoking beef to such yeah. an extent that it did kind of change the vibe around it and you also see people like, it was different when Nipsey died because Nipsey was kind of cool with everybody. So, like, everybody was able to mourn him. It's all over the radio, et cetera. When somebody passes who's, like, more mixed up in the politics, a lot of times there's a lot of people who don't want to be saying rest in peace and doing all this memorial stuff and everything because they feel like the other side is going to take it as disrespectful. For sure. I, I feel like that's crazy, too, though, because I feel like shit, they – if they understand everybody's situation, they could probably relate a little more. And and they, I, I feel like they don't want to be trying to be like they picking sides and be saying RP and doing all this. But if they feel like if they, if they understand the motherfucker's situation a little more, they respect it and be like, shit, he is a real person. You really got shit going on. Ain't like he just out here saying fuck motherfuckers for no reason. Ain't like motherfuckers ain't saying fuck him and shit. Mm. So shit, and like he really want to do this shit just. Environment what he grew up to, right? What what did the situation that played out like? It, it that wasn't some street shit, right? It was some shit with his girl and her ex boyfriend or something, right? Who uh, with Cash? How how that whole situation happened? I know Oh, really? Shit is feeling now. Shit, all I know is shit. He was riding with a female and shit. They jumped out and shit. Got killed. Right. Do you know if those rumors about there being an air tag involved are true? Air tag? What's that like? Uh, some like track the, under the, the Apple thing, so they can track a car or some shit. I mean, shit, that can be, but shit, I don't know. That's scary sign of the times. People using technology and shit. If it is true, I mean, people do that though. Right. And shit, that ain't nothing new. That's not new. Mm -mm. Yikes! That's <laughs> <laughs> scary I mean, shit. That ain't nothing new shit. That's why I say shit. I don't put it past it, but shit, I, I don't know for sure. Mm. Yeah. Definitely. Can we uh oh yeah, can we take it back to like 
the the early days. I want to like just get like a full history of how you guys even got involved in the rap game. So can, can I hear a little bit about what you guys were on when you were younger and shit before the music? I'm letting them talk. I'm letting them tell him it. You got to start with Dutchie? Yeah, we was Yeah, because he was fake. They had a little fake love. A little rapping a little shit. older than me. So I, I was mean, fake following them. Okay. Shit, before that shit, you know, we was kids from Chicago in the mix and, you know, shit like that. We started rapping type shit. There was some other niggas that was in school with us type shit. Because, you know, around the time we started rapping, the nigga King Louie, he had the city type shit. Like, mm-hmm. he had... Like, he didn't know, like, he had everybody on his shit, no matter what hood you was from, or none of that shit. Really? He was the shit. fucking prototype, huh? Yeah. yeah. He used to go to that shit? Yeah. Yeah, he had that shit. Fourth, third grade, listen to him. Don't follow him. He had that shit back then, so we started seeing his buzz type shit and all that shit. Like, damn, we can get into that shit, too. We started rapping type shit. Me and Duck, Young was rapping with us, too. Some other niggas, they had a group, and we came up with our group. FBG type shit. Since then, we've been keeping that shit going. So King Louis though, you guys weren't looking at him as like an op or anything. I ain't say that. I ain't say that. <laughs> but the grammar school I went to, it was then that like the the school I went to in grammar school that bit then that was like they wanted to be like what King Louis was from type shit. So they whole uh, they had the whole school off that shit. Right. Like, like who the fuck you spitting, boy? That shit hard. That's fooling from you know mm-hmm. shit like that type shit. And so how many years older are you than him? Like two years. Two years. Yeah. Okay. Do you feel like you have like a big brother, little brother relationship, or is it more equal? <coughs> nah, I'm not equal. I'm not equal. We came up together. We earned our shit together, type shit. Like I just, I was hanging with them. Like I was always been with the older crowd, so I'm following up. How old are you guys right now? I'm 26. I'm 28. Okay. When's the last time you had a fist fight? Me and him. Yeah. With each other. Couple years ago, same shit. Really? Like, <laughs> like two years ago. Yeah, is it a struggle? You guys get into conversations like that? Nah, it ain't uh, we we had no had like probably four fights out of our life, but it'd be like we probably have like, more than that type probably shit. Like four, like, like four. Right. I used to really be like, dragging you down the stairs though, bro. Them weren't really fights though. <laughs> you like, used to be get for real though, mad yeah, as hell. Yeah, I see you on. He's on some fat shit back then. You see what I'm saying? On play, drag him motherfucker down the stairs, shit. Right. I learned how to wrestle, put him on this shit. <laughs> but I think what's even more important than not than fighting is like, did you ever like get in such a big fight that you didn't talk to each other for like nah, days that, or weeks? That's, that's what I was gonna say. When we, we get to fight, that's what it be though. Oh but yeah. We'll be the little cold war after. It don't be a cold war. We just don't be talking. <laughs> like that shit, shit. never. We ain't on the internet tweaking with each other. Right. Like the other people don't know it. Just oh, so you don't put it out there to the public nah, ever? Yeah. yeah. Ain't no shit like we trying to kill each other. No weird shit like that. It's just we had a disagreement or we fought or some weird shit. We ain't been talking, we ain't been, you know. Right. We didn't have been avoiding each other's type shit, then we sue each other, we act like shit ain't never happened. Never happened. Right. Back to home. That's good. Because that's why I remember uh, when Gucci and Waka finally split up, I remember them saying that everybody thought they were cool, best friends, but then meanwhile, they're in the studio beating the shit out of each other, getting in fights and shit. And I was like, damn, that's kind of amazing as a fan that they were able to keep that low key. And, Are and they people- already doing that? Yeah, like when they were younger, like back when they were together, they would get in such intense shit fighting in the studio, but the people never knew. And then they finally broke up, and Walker was honest about that. But like, that's pretty cool that they like never took any of that shit to the public. Yeah, that's how it's supposed to be. It's it's family shit, supposed to be in house. Right. Yeah, niggas gonna get into it, man. Niggas gonna, you know, brothers fight all type of shit, you know. Right. But so, Duck, when was Duck the first one to make music? No, we all started together. 
But did, was he the I first one that had success? Yeah, I say he probably was. He probably first because like to be what successful? No, nah, probably had the first had, music. Yeah, at the, around the same time, <laughs> but he's probably had the first one who had like the real song at DJ Kim. And we trying to take us to DJ Kim. Yeah, yeah. That's why yeah. I say I let him talk first because like we all started rapping at the same time, but motherfucker made the studio, made their songs first. Mm-hmm. Like he was fucking with DJ Kim where uh, Keith was recording that. Right. Yeah. And shit, he was trying to take us and shit one time and shit, but I was finna make a song, but like I think Keith was coming, so he had to uh just hurry up, finish the song or some shit, cause you know, he was he was more into Keith. That was the hottest one. Right. So but Duck was looking at Keith as like, oh shit, he rapping and he's representing this shit, so I wanna do my thing. No, nah, not that time. At that time. It wasn't it was even just, like that yet? That shit happened so quick. Mm. Like it was just when motherfucker was just in the studio, motherfucker was just in the hallway smoking or some shit. And then this shit just happened so quick, motherfuckers just couldn't even be around each other. Mm. It was crazy. Damn. But I ain't like really know Keith like that though. I just sent him a couple of times. Mm-hmm. Um. So were you guys like genuinely listening to his music at that time? Negative. Negative. People was though. Like he had one little song. Let me hear. Um, see, like. Yeah, he had some yeah. songs. Let's be real, that you couldn't avoid. Nah, it's, no, we talk about shit before. You can't, you can't avoid that. You've been like, forced to listen to Finito mad times in your life, like it or not. But you going in there <laughs> listening to it, like I'm playing this shit, yeah, yeah. like, but you can't avoid not hearing this shit at one point in time. Right. No, but, but he talking about like before all that shit. Was motherfuckers going to listen to that shit? Uh, no, let's get it. That key, you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> oh, you saying like before motherfuckers we, split up? Before 300 and all that type shit, Key. Yeah. We, we, damn. Because yeah. Ken told us, like, pay attention to him. Hmm. Y'all come in this bitch, just freestyle y'all songs, and he come in this bitch and write his shit. But they weren't trying to, they shit. weren't trying to claim Ken? I don't, it wasn't I don't like that yet. I don't even think go. Ken was even letting them know he was recording us type shit. Right. He was keeping us trying to keep us separated type Yo, shit. Yo, but that is a mad funny thing about like songs being played around people where now it's like you ever see that clip of uh what's her name? Yaya Mayweather and she's in the club and they're playing Dirk or some shit and she getting all mad in the fucking corner. And it's yeah. like, oh man, this is like it's so easy to troll people now because you can just play their ops music and, and get a clip for the gram. That shit, but that shit been happening up since I don't know. I'm sure, yeah. It's just the beginning of that shit. You know? <laughs> we started off like, man, you couldn't play no key song. You can't you ride, ride down the hood, none of that shit. Throwing shit at you, busting your shit, but then it got like, we can't. We can't it's on the radio. You can't can't avoid shit. not hearing that shit. So you like, man, we got to turn down. Now we, it went, went to a point where we looking crazy for turn that shit off. Mm. So like, we ain't even on that. We ain't gonna do that shit no more. Right. Unless you really saying like he's saying fuck our homie and that shit, then we can't play that shit. For sure. But uh, okay, so how, like, I don't know, like with Ruga or uh, excuse me, with Duck's career kind of blowing up, like, how did y'all, did you guys just sort of like take position as he was coming up, and do you, were you guys all like working as a team, or like what what did the mentality become as he started to get more mo- momentum? Shit, how folks was putting that shit, we often get lit like this type shit if we all work hard as hell. Cause that's all he was doing. That's how he was putting the shit to us. Like, you see where the fuck I'm going? Mm-hmm. Motherfucking get, get get the same shit type shit. Right. Motherfucker just gotta be. Cause folks in the studio every day type shit, shooting video every day type shit. He, he on that type shit. Like that's, you know. Right. He steal that shit in me, and then Cash just came and just overtime that shit type shit. Yeah. So what what years was Cash gone that he was locked up? A lot of most of them is right because he because he had a little movement went like a long ass time ago, but like then that stopped in what like twenty thirteen or twenty fourteen or something. I'm all fucked up with the time schedule and all that shit. But I know that nigga was gonna like every time he get locked up, he probably get locked up for like four years or mm-hmm. shit like that. So 
he he got locked up by like three, four times. So shit, you know. You know what's crazy to think about? I was just watching um Traplo Ross, this YouTuber. He did a documentary about um No Limit and all them, G Herbo, and it's like three hours long. It's the craziest, most in depth shit. When you watch it. It is like the most mind-blowing amount of death that happened on both sides of this thing. It's fucking insane. And one thing that really just stood out to me is like how the glory days of drill being documented on the internet was definitely that like 2010 to like 2013 window because that's when you had everybody tweeting what ever you had motherfuckers uh there was a series that you guys probably used to watch all the time like no lacking or whatever that it was like these dudes just filming themselves going to the op blocks whatever like it was the craziest shit i ever seen it's wild to think about we started that shit (laughs) you started it i like i got videos on that shit on youtube all the way like 2009 2010 okay so they didn't start the trend Nah. nah, we started a lot of shit though. Like, <laughs> nah, I ain't gonna. niggas just don't really fuck with us, so niggas take our shit and uh, they get the credit for it. Right, but it's just when you think about that time period, how open everybody was and how oblivious they were to so the fact that the cops dumb. were gonna see this. Yeah, they want they want niggas were just young and dumb, bro, just making their mind. Yeah, yeah. Shit, I, I had to realize that shit because shit, I had a case and shit. I said some shit on the motherfucking. Mm. On Facebook, and the judge and them came and said, "I threatened the judge, some of them kill them, all type of shit, type of shit, you know." Right. Yeah, but I mean, now even the dumbest motherfuckers seem like they get it. So that they got to be nah, but there, there's a lot of examples that come to mind right away of some dumbass <laughs> shit that motherfuckers who should know better did in recent memory telling on themselves. So, yeah. I look at that shit now because I don't know. We've been doing that shit for so long. Like then at six, seven, eight. Nine, ten years ago, I look at everybody who do that shit now. Like, either you just doing that for attention to get some clout, or you just dumb as hell. They was going to jail. No, nah, they ain't trying to go to jail. They, they ain't doing shit. They, they ain't they doing shit. They on the internet tweaking like that. Cause this shit real. This shit niggas really. I like, could be. You I, could be I don't know. I just look at niggas like they ain't doing shit. They doing that dumb ass shit. They trying to get some clout. I mean, it must feel way different to be locked up for a body and they caught you because of some DNA or security cameras or whatever versus like you're locked up for a body and it's because you told on yourself on Instagram. Well, well, that must be a way well, different well, feeling. That shit, the double shit. Like, that's got to be a dark 25 years in there, you know? Just thinking about like, damn, I shouldn't have fucking somehow implicated myself on social media for clout. That hurts. <laughs> that hurt. You know anybody that you f- you feel like that's probably their predicament? I, I'm trying to think. I don't know nobody that dumb. Yeah, I be just seeing motherfuckers on the internet. Like, I don't know nobody person. Yeah, well, a couple of the people who got their ass incriminated got cooked off the off Instagram, the, off the internet, off everything oh, type shit. You be see, you just see this shit unfold in front of your eye. I said like on the internet, like not personally, like who personally. Are you talking about fool now? <laughs> <laughs> you, know, like, you just ain't sure you don't go down to Yeah, I on the internet, you supposed to be. But, but to be fair, I think the situation you're referring to, that's just one part of the evidence that they might have. That's true, though. You know? But that's a big part, though. Really, it's yeah. definitely a good part if you're going to be there in court trying to make the fucking case. But then at the same time, I mean, all them cameras and everything else probably pretty yeah. powerful, too. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. 
did you see this thing uh, that basically that said dude Trapolo Ross who I'm talking about he at one point he had a video out about Vaughn and in the video he was running through all these potential murders that Vaughn was accused of and he ended up getting hit up on Instagram basically by this account and he's kind of not paying attention to the account but the account's borderline telling him like we're going to kill you if you don't delete those King Vaughn videos and so then he gets hit with three copyright strikes on the videos at the same time like basically somebody's got god mode hacker skills and they're trying to take down his channel and he gets hit up by that instagram account again basically being like yo delete the shit about ki in the video and we'll let your channel live and so he deleted the shit out there and then boom it gets the channel stays up and then we find out later that the cops are saying that they think that that was the murder that they actually had the evidence to prove that he did thoughts I don't know. Well, I don't know about none of that shit, man. That's crazy. They got hackers out here, though. They got all type of shit going. They love, they love him. They got hackers doing, telling motherfuckers to delete some shit. Well, if somebody got some power around them. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. What type of video they had about K.I., though? It was basically just him laying out, Trapolo Ross laying out the evidence of, like, look at these tweets, look at these DMs from when they hacked her account, look at whatever just all this shit and like look at all these little things that make us think that he he might have killed her and it's just kind of eerie that then that like people were that upset about that and then that's the one that the cops said that they would would have arrested him for if he was still alive i ain't gonna lie i think the police just did that shit just just like that you ever seen the wire yeah. You know how they was trying to do their clearance rate shit? Right. They want to solve as many murders as possible. And yeah, they, I think that, yeah. Anybody who did and all that shit, they be solving their shit or they killed, you know, right. type shit like that type. But this is such a drill rapper and interview tactic where you don't ever want to credit the other side with anything. I ain't, I ain't never said no shit. Look, <laughs> nah, you, look, you got to ask us a different question. Like, uh, like how was he? Then we'll tell you, no, like, look, real shit. I'll like, tell you how just I think the Chicago ain't. police is, because they just yeah. came out and just... He trying to think you ain't It's not just, it, but it's not just with his situation, with Shorty's situation. It's a lot of motherfuckers from the city that they just came. All the unsolved shit, all of a sudden they solved now. So you, ha- you have homies that got killed and, like, there's a killer who was arrested, but you don't buy it? Like the cops put it on somebody just to get the case closed, but you don't think that they actually figured that shit out? No, that's different. That's a little different. Oh. I don't, we, I don't, that's, I don't, people don't be getting caught like that. It's just in the city of the Chicago type shit. Right. Unless somebody really like tell or they get like caught in the act of that shit. You see what I'm saying? You feel like the kids feel emboldened, like they're just not going to get caught? I got shit. That's down there. I don't know. I can only think of my perspective when I was there. Type shit. We down there knew we weren't getting caught. Type shit. You knew it. You knew you weren't getting caught. That's shit. scary. See, that's that's like like the politicians' worst nightmare is that that's how kids feel. Is that this is just consequenceless crime? Yeah. I don't know how they feel. I know they out here dangerous though, especially the new kids. They got switches. Yeah. Fifties. Switches taking over the game, huh? Hundreds. Women took over. And the they game. all got them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that shit crazy. They all got a, oh God. How you feel about Lil Osama getting caught with the switch in uh in New York, left in the Uber? Man, he crazy. <laughs> oh, what's to the man? I know y'all ain't stand you with that L though. <laughs> it's cold. Yeah, y'all I can turn it crazy. down. Sorry, he's I shaking. Be cold as hell. Y'all be shaking like a motherfucker. I don't know where the thermostat's at, but I don't know. sorry. Um. 
Yeah, that shit crazy though. Especially we look mad crazy because we did an interview right before that where he was talking about New York gun laws and how bad the gun laws are. And if you get caught with anything out there, you're doing all this time, yada yada. Then he gets caught like fucking two weeks later. Horseplay. They're trying to put it on the Uber driver though. They're trying to say that was his switch. <laughs> Probably, was. Probably was. Probably was. Yeah. Oh, was. Yeah. <laughs> See, at a time like that, if you're in court trying to make the argument of it was the Uber driver switch, you're going to really regret having all those songs where you talked about having switches. Is you snitching, though? But what do I know? I'm saying, like, is he snitching? Like, is that the Uber driver? You know he in that bitch. Like, that ain't my switch. Boy, that's the Uber driver gun. But it's not like he could ever say it was the Uber driver's gun. He can only say it might have been his, so you can't prove that it's mine. Don't say nothing, man. I, ain't, I don't know. How many Uber drivers carry a fucking switch around? You never know. Everybody be having all type of stuff. Yeah, but yeah. I don't know. Uber, Uber yeah. drivers ain't nobody oh, shit. They, they regular, regular people. people. Oh, Some of them. <laughs> what you Everybody think regular person. I'm just saying, in New York City, where the gun laws are like gnarly as fuck, you're getting like 10 years in federal prison for having that. The average Uber driver, even if they carry a gun, is not carrying that gun. And I feel for him because I don't want to see him locked up at all. But, uh, I mean, it's definitely not looking good. You don't like switches? Uh, well, it's not that I don't like them. I don't really feel like I require one in my day-to-day life. I was going to say, you might get you one. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> after this conversation. <laughs> up there, up there, man. Nah, that shit yeah. crazy. Yeah? You ever shot one? Who, me? At the I range? Uh, that's fair. Um... Yeah, but I don't know. Like, I remember when I was interviewing PGF Nook, he told me that the Switch War is like you just need one these days. That you you just straight lacking if you don't have one. Is that the, actually the attitude in Chicago? That's my attitude in Chicago. I, I want I want to put that out there for the city, but shit, it. if you smart, you better get one. Shit, because some everybody got one. But how is it smart when you're going to do ten years or whatever the fuck they're talking about? At, going to jail? I mean, the, the laws are crazy. You haven't looked into this. No, I'm saying you going to jail. Me? Yeah. I mean, not at this time because hey, I so haven't got caught with a switch. <laughs> we talk about the laws if you ain't going to jail. Yeah, but it's pretty easy to get searched, right? You trying to get stopped? <laughs> you going? I'm not trying to get stopped. You, get, you pulling over, talk to them with the switch. If in the they car? try to pull me over, I'm probably gonna have to. What you? You are a fan of the high speed chase? I'm you not fan of nothing. If you carrying a switch, you damn near know what you got to do. Shit. What you gonna do? What you? You know. So if you got a switch, you have to run from the cops. I, I guess mean, that's fair. Shit, that'd be smart. Shit. You, you just heard, you said the gun laws and shit crazy, right? Right. But do you think of it like that in Chicago where you get caught with that shit, you're fucked too? No, I don't think niggas really think about it. It's really just about survival though. Mm. Yeah, like that jail shit be like motherfucker being that bitch fighting and be back home, motherfucker and bitch get healthy, come back, you know. Motherfucker be decent in jail. Right. Motherfucker they had blick down. Ain't none of that come back night. You ain't come back. You been mm. that bitch left. Right. How much time have you guys actually spent locked up? Me, I spent like nine months out ago. Okay. I ain't a fan of jail. I don't really want to be talking about jail, but I probably <laughs> did like probably. I ain't really did though jail time. Though. I probably did like a week and a half or something. To oh, count okay. or something. Right. It ain't for you? Yeah, that shit boring as hell. Right. Boring. I feel you. Then you can be in that little ass room for stinking and shit, they using and shit. Right. I mean, yeah, that's not for me. <laughs> I've seen it on TV They talking to each other Through the toilets Yeah yeah I'm not trying to stick my head <laughs> In the toilet for any reason yeah, I mean That shit fucked up enough. Yeah that shit like a mental uh, um, 
the process. Like they trying to break you down in that bitch. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's gotta feel brutal being in that environment. But yo, uh I just mentioned PGF Nook. How do you feel about him having some uh disrespectful words towards uh you guys aside? That's been a little controversial, right? I don't really feel no type of way. Niggas be said? saying a lot of stuff, bro. What he said? Uh, what was he smoking on? I forget. I forget exactly how this that's went. Some like that's that. some new shit, dude. And man. who was exchanging? Was it Yella going back and forth with him, or I forget? Yella, I should see, probably know this. Yella from Yella, a whole different. Um, I don't even want to say sad because niggas thinking like we, I ain't no gang now. Is he a whole different crap? So I can't talk about you and Yella as if y'all are the same thing. It's just it's too separate. Yeah, from Skeezy Gang, block. We like to simplify it out here in LA. It's like GDs, BDs, make it nice and easy. The same way y'all try to do it with the Bloods and the Cribs, you probably think it's that simple. It's not at all that simple. It's not even close. It's not that simple type shit. It's a great area. Right. You know? That's actually one thing I was feeling watching the that uh, No Limit documentary. I'm like, damn, this shit is way more complicated than I fucking realized. Yeah. I got yeah, no business sure. dipping my toe in this. <laughs> But uh, yeah, does that does that ever piss y'all off that there's this like automatic thing where all these like rappers coming up feel like saying GDK is gonna get them some attention or? Nah, see, or I'm not sure why they're doing it. I don't want to say that that's their motivation, but GDK ain't a big thing to me. Gotta be saying fuck one of my homies or something. Oh, it's gotta be more specific. Yeah, shit like that. Hey, you know, shit like that. But niggas who do that shit, they don't. They just secure their place type shit because. The way this shit set up is weird as hell in our city type shit. Like, ain't too many niggas from my, you got to grind it out. Like, you hear me? Right. But once you say you fuck with us type shit, it's then uh, you then there in our boat. Cook. Yeah, so you then there got to show motherfucker you ain't with us type shit. Even if you say you ain't, you know? Right. You then there yeah. got to be. If you pay attention, everybody aligned with Certain niggas type shit from they Chicago. Hoping, they hoping for a feature or hoping to so get the coast. When they say the whole Chicago come together, it's never the whole Chicago come together. It's just everybody that's just with shorty them motherfucker. That's with shorty them type shit. Right. And then that's a land on their side. And then the other niggas. Does that feel crazy that like you're left out of the peace talks? Negative. Like <laughs> we so used to it though. We've been like it's just been like that shit. forever. Forever. Yeah, for sure. I'm like 20, 2010. So shit. Right. Get used to it. It feel like when you, when nigga Duke really, really come up and get that big, you gonna be so happy. We gonna be so happy, motherfucker. They really made it like then on our own. That's we why got, you guys need to have more kids. Nah. Raise you a whole new generation. If you have like fifty kids, then one of them's gonna be fire, right? I have no more kids. <laughs> no, how many you got right now? Nah. They rap. <laughs> they wanna be. I got one, one in the step, stepson. Man, I, uh, I ain't have no more. They killed it for the kids. Really. Yeah. It's too crazy. Nah, they just they ain't, it ain't that crazy. It's just like I ain't have no more. They cool. It's too cool. <laughs> it's like that's that's a fine amount. No more. Like I'd be you I'd be dead wrong to have three. Really? I think about that sometimes. Nah, I, may, I maybe have three though. If I like back and get bigger, maybe I have three. I don't know. I come from a big family. Well, but if you live a long life, if you're like gonna make it to eighty, fuck. Make a couple kids at forty five. Sure. Keep if keep I, the later I, half of your yeah. life interesting, you know. Yeah, for sure. If I make it to eighty, I might have a lot of little kids. We got to take advantage of what makes us special as men, which is that we can impregnate people when we're old as fuck. 
Y'all make that shit sound like that shit. I mean, it's a big advantage when women no can't kids. have a fucking kid it's anymore not, at like 35, you know? It's not that easy to select you just to have a baby back type shit, you know? Well, yeah, you got to find a, that, a girl that's ready for it. You know, I learned so, from photon type shit and my mistakes type shit with women that learn like, damn, you know what it is, women be crazy. You I been shell-shocked? Yeah, shit like that. Yeah, I've been through a lot. How many kids you got? I ain't got none. None. That's what I'm saying. But you like barely avoided it? Yeah, shit like that. How many abortions you paid for? <laughs> tell the truth. Who? Tell you. the you truth. You better chill, boy. I'm just asking. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying. Tell the truth. Man, you tweaking, man. Y'all tweaking, man. You got hella bodies. I'm abortion, though. I'm not, like, getting that, like. <laughs> He's the grim yeah, reaper. I think women should have a choice of their body type shit. Oh, man. I agree. You know? But you out here exercising that choice frequently, nah, nah, huh? No, this uh, when I was a shorty type <laughs> shit. You know what I'm saying? When I was, like, 17, 18. Right. 20 type shit. Nah, Nine for sure. Nowadays, yeah. I be dealing with one happy baby, but I be, I gotta find a right bit, so shit, you know. Nah, but um, having a baby though, like at 35, 40, right. I don't want to say 35, but I say like 40 or something, that's crazy. Because mm. raising, you gotta raise them like another 18 years, that's crazy. Yeah, it is, it's crazy to think. Have a baby at 45, and then like they're going to college or graduating high school, you're 65, you're retiring from work. It's like kind of sad. Like you might be dead before they hit thirty, you know. Like, and that's if you you well, live. How old to, your parents were? My parents were actually kind of older. They hadn't had me until they were like twenty eight or something. That's cool though. Yeah. You got younger siblings. They was grown. They knew what they wanted to do. No, I got one more that's three years apart from me. Oh, okay. Yeah, they they knew what they wanted to do, but my mom had mad miscarriages before me. That's what she was trying. To, I used the miracle baby then. Exactly, and that's why I have all the rage of all those babies combined inside me, and that's why I, I go so hard. So. Like DJ Khaled on the treadmill. She loved you too, didn't she? Oh yeah. Yeah. That's why she she was real troubled by the fact that I didn't care about education and wanted to go out and be in these streets, you know. <laughs> she, 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 yeah, she, she, she 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 back your shit now, don't she? Yeah. yeah she sure. got kind of traumatized by it, but she likes it now. Yeah, for sure. For sure. How y'all mamas doing? They cool. They cool. 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 My mama look. She's still uh, breathing. Oh yeah. How's she feeling? Yeah, she still grieving. Yeah, man. It's got to be rough. Yeah. Definitely. You feel like you move on faster than her, and is that kind of weird for her to see you be able to get back to life faster than her? I don't know, but I be thinking, like, is it? I don't know if it's weird for me that I I damn near, like, taking it a little more better than her. But I, it ain't dope. It's her son. Right. Yeah, son is, is different, man. And you just have so many homies of yours that died that it's got to have, like, made you feel like ready for the feeling in a sense that she definitely doesn't have that you know yeah yeah for sure yeah thought about a couple of times for sure like even like i ain't gonna speak on that shit though yeah for sure though are you guys gonna drop like a a, a record of all his shit that he hadn't put out or are you still dropping videos from from before he passed or what, what's like the plan in terms of memorializing cash should we just drop the album Oh, you just did? Okay. Yeah, he dropped the album, all three of us on that. He dropped one, like, shit, a couple of days right after that shit happened to him. Yeah, cash out. Yeah, he dropped some shit right after that shit. Shit. Oh, shit. He still got some more shit my fuck out of drop, too. So. Yeah. He got a lot of music, though. I don't know, like, I know we gonna drop that shit, though. I don't know, like, we ain't got no plan, like, how we gonna drop it right now, though. But he got a lot of shit, though, that they gonna want to hear that shit hot. Right. Like new flow and everything. Does him passing, does that motivate y'all to like go harder with the music or to keep keep going in that sense? Like like you don't have him putting shit out, so you gotta, gotta try to fill the void a little bit? Yeah, fifty fifty though, but like 
but even before him passing though, like he was just going hard for so, and like in a short amount of time that he like connect us with a lot of people. Like he connect us to you type shit. I I just hit you like then. Could you get the team to post the tape? Mm-hmm. Do the interview. Like I then then wouldn't even had a connection if it weren't for him. Right. And he was going crazy. Like he connect us with a lot of people type shit. So. Yeah. Yeah, he was a networker. Fake like he like yeah, for sure. Fake like he like you know was leaving this shit to us. Mm. But do you think it frustrated him feeling blackballed, or do you think he sort of just relished in sort of having that villain role? That, nah, he loved that shit though. But yeah, uh, he relished in that shit. He like he ate that shit up. That that shit. Shit. He handled that shit better because I don't know. I see niggas be frustrated and say all type of weird shit on the internet, be mad at niggas, but. Because we understand that shit. You know what I'm saying? We don't speak on it, but we understand that shit. And I, I get it. You know what I'm saying? But folks relished in that shit. Like, come on. We going to, since they got a problem, we going to, you know? Right. I, uh, I've i talked about this on like a million interviews, but I got to bring it up because it, because cash was used as a specific example. But when I went on the Joe Budden podcast, they were bringing up screenshots of some of the clips and I don't know, one of them was like something about Cash talks about this and that with Dirk or something like that. And they're trying to basically use that to say, like, look at how evil your content is that you have gang members on the channel and they don't know any better. And they're talking about this and that. How do you guys feel about that criticism towards people like me or Vlad or whoever out there making content about all this rap shit, street shit? I don't know, man. They... You can you can have um you can have um um how you say that shit how you say that shit um what's the criticism you can have criticism about the shit they talk about like they they be doing all a lot of clout chasing weird shit too like it just I don't know this is content it's it's content for everybody it's a bit shit bad with everything, bro. yeah it's it's fifty fifty but shit it's a content with, for everybody like. It's it's a view out here for everybody. Everybody want to see certain shit, so somebody got to do it. I feel like, like, are there many questions that I could ask you that would make you so pissed off that you just walked up out of here, you screamed at me or something? Or for the most part, when you do an interview, are you just going to, like if an interviewer asked some crazy ass shit that you would never answer in a million years, are you just going to laugh at it and be like, nah, I'm not, I'm not answering that? Just let, we ain't gonna say you ain't gonna ask. You just gonna laugh and look at each other. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, but you gotta be ready for that shit. Like you gotta. I don't know. We been through so much shit that we damn not ready for it. Mm. Like you would ask me that shit earlier. And we would damn there want to fight or something in this bitch. Mm. But shit, we don't, we don't be on that shit no more. Well, you kind of expect That's that. That's your job. It's your job though. You gotta understand. Like right. It's really what the people want to hear, so you got to ask what the oh, fuck the people want to hear. But That's really it's really it up to you to answer the shit, though. It's your job. Right. The one thing I pointed out that kind of was annoying to me is that they're talking about Cash like he was a fucking total child. Like, he has no idea what he's doing. And I'm like, bro, this is a grown-ass man that realistically knows that him talking about this kind of shit is going to make shit go viral and people are going to be talking about it. People check out his music. Why are you talking about him like he's like a, a, a kid that has no fucking clue? Like he's a grown man. He seems like he's actually a pretty smart marketer from my perspective. For sure. Yeah. I know exactly what he was doing, man. Shit, what? Fake genius. What's a kid in the streets type shit? Once you get into that type of life, right. you ain't a kid no more. Because yeah. if I have a 14-year-old <laughs> drill rapper on here and I'm asking him some crazy-ass shit, then maybe that's a, an okay argument of like you, you should be careful about what you get this young ass kid to say on here but when we're talking about somebody who's like 30 
I don't know. Yeah, I guess. If a nigga 15 and he be out here shoot, drilling and all that weird <laughs> shit, he's not a kid no more. But mm-hmm. if he get arrested, be... folks going to, you hear me? What, what that shit called? L.A. County out here? They going there. He's going there with the big guys. He's not going, you know? He not, they not in no more kid no more, bro. So he got to know everything that he's doing. Everything that he say out of his mouth count type shit. Mm-hmm. I feel like as a kid, though, you shouldn't even. You shouldn't even ask him nothing like that on him, though, because he ain't even developed yet to right. even dodge that shit. And that's what I find kind of offensive is the idea that Cash should be put in that category as a grown-ass man, that he should be treated like he's a dumb-ass kid when it's like, no, nah, he knows what you're doing, bro. Exactly. Right. Sure. Is it kind of weird? Do you think it's weird when someone does an interview? This is like a line that I don't usually cross, although I guess I've crossed it multiple times in this interview, where just saying the names of somebody's ops to him, saying... How do you feel about so and so? Like in terms of like real street shit, like neighborhoods and such that's and such. That's weird. Me and folks just talking about that. That's a little too much. That's like weird. state but names. It depends on like what it's about type shit though. Like same shit. I'm. I did that. Can't even only want to speak on shorty them. You know. Right. That's weird. It feels like the more specific gang politics shit is stuff that is super weird to me to ask. But then I see the smaller interviewers and shit doing it, and I'm like, well. You gotta ask him. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Now it ain't it ain't even about just like how big you was, how small you was. It could be motherfucking, motherfucking you. It could be sixteen shot him. Fuck. It could be Cam Capone. It could be another motherfucker, true teller from the city type shit. Mm-hmm. It, certain shit, the way you ask it, it'd be like not true. I'm just saying in general, any motherfucker, any motherfucker who interviewing a motherfucker type shit, it'd be kind of weird type shit. Right. But. Niggas like me type shit. I don't pay attention to that shit till afterwards. So I see a motherfucker post that shit and I say I ain't watching them. I, I said my bitch ass said that. My goofy lame ass said that. Answered that shit. You know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You ever regretted what you said in an interview and went too far? Yeah, a couple times type shit. <laughs> type shit. Yeah, but that's when I be like off pills or some weird ass shit like that type shit. Mm. So I learn to keep myself cool and do whatever I'm going to do after. Well, I'll give you an example of one that I didn't think, that I thought was too over the line. <laughs> and one of my employees, Flacco, told me I was a bitch for not asking this question. But And I and I have to speak of people that you may not get along with. But when I did the Boss Top interview, right before that, Quando Rondo's homie had got killed in Hollywood, right? In the car, and Quando was right there, and he saw it, and like obviously... Boss Top was presumably enemies of Quando Rondo, so he's probably low-key happy about something bad happening to Quando Rondo. And my my dude Flacco is like, you didn't ask Boss Top how he felt about Quando's boy getting killed? I'm like, that feels over the line. Because if I'm asking him about some shit like that, basically like inviting him to show or to celebrate in something negative happening to somebody that he presumably does not get along with, that somehow feels like that would be over the line for me to ask him that. Yeah, that was crazy. That would be crazy. Mm. It would, but that's what you're supposed to ask him, though. Right. It depends on how, In order for his how you ask him. <laughs> so you think I should have did it? Yeah. <laughs> because you would have clicked on it. You would have wanted yeah, to know what he said. I, I, no, I wouldn't. No. not what a nigga say. It's not what a nigga say. It'd be crazy, though. It's what a nigga don't say. You see what I'm saying? Mm. It's what a nigga don't say, but it's how a nigga body twitch or how his face go up or, you know, it's a lot of extra shit, you know. Flacco crazy. We got to start doing interviews with the polygraph on the person. Like the lie detector. That shit don't work, do it? I mean. you can, I don't know, man. They say you can beat that shit. They say show them training for that shit. Yeah, if you're a real stone cold yeah. killer, you might be able to beat it. They say niggas beat them shits. I don't know. 
It's possible. But, but so, if you start doing that, then niggas ain't going to want to interview. You're going to be like a like police or something. If you cross the line too much, people be worried about working with you. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, like that that would be a weird situation for me right now. Like say that somebody who's like a famous op of yours and everybody who watches this kind of shit knows that there's somebody <laughs> that y'all do not fuck with and they get killed and the next day I do an interview with y'all. We already had it scheduled. It's such a weird situation of like obviously the world wants to know, but as the interviewer, do you really want to be the one to say how y'all feel about this? You do. You damn them do that. <laughs> you want to be TMZ. You want to be first. first. You want to be first, <laughs> motherfucker. That's hot, a hot take or some shit. I would try to nudge it in that yeah, direction. Dude. Maybe I could get you to talk you about it without it saying the name. You can't. It's how you come off, too. You see what I'm saying? I told mm. you, like, the way it's not what you say. It's how you it's your body language. how you carry yourself, you know? Right. So it's how you come off. What's going on with Truth Teller? What's his deal? You interview a nigga type shit. You guys, you guys fuck with him dude. a lot, huh? You guys do content all the time with him, huh? He cool. He cool. He cool. He a good dude. He's covering the fucking nitty he res- gritty. He respectable. Though. Like that's why I fuck with him though. Like, you feel like he is? Cause yeah. I see, I see him interviewing you guys, and he'll he'll ask some saucy ass question, <laughs> but he'll kind of like add a bunch of warnings before he asks it to try to soften the blow of him asking him about some shit. But he's also, he's less afraid of asking about specific street shit because that's like who his audience is. And sometimes when I click on his shit, I'll see a gang related rapper saying shit that I know they would not say to me because they don't want to necessarily give their enemies clout on my platform. But because Truth Teller's platform is more <laughs> local and smaller, they'll tell him whatever. And I'm like, that ain't right. You got to tell me that shit, too. <laughs> no, not really, though. It depends. On, I don't know. I think it depends on how early you catch them in there. Like, mm. People be, like, different. And, and every other interview, people get better and talking and knowing, like, because people watch their shit. They know yeah. what they fucked up, yeah. what they said wrong and like, shit. I should so. never say that shit to his goof ass, you know? Mm. Yeah. So I had that couple of times, you know, fuck what I'm talking about. You, you know? ever hit up the interviewer and be like, take that shit down? Yeah, yeah. I ain't never did that. <laughs> I did. I was 16, I'm what I said, criminating type shit. Don't even say that shit. What, was it the know? way he titled it? Nah, it's some shit I said type shit I shouldn't have been talking about type shit. Right. But I was too beside myself. I just got done shooting a video I talking weird shit. I'm boy, hey, look. I think his bitch ass kept that shit up, though, now that we think about it. I don't know. <laughs> he, all right, go. bro. All right, bro. I got you. Yeah, yeah. Let me make this money first. You fuck with 16 or? No. Nah. 16, yeah. Is he cool, even though you had a little a little disagreements? No, nah, I ain't had no disagreements. Now that I know it, why? What you got? I mean, you think he, he made the rack look good, huh? He came on no jumper, spitting a motherfucker's he face. Made, he made Chicago look good. Mm. <laughs> I mean, I'm nah, just saying. <laughs> Nah, he, probably, he just did what he had to do, though. I, I, I wouldn't spit on him. I wouldn't spit on him, motherfucker. You would have swung? Oh, yeah, knock him motherfucker out. That's kind of a tactical thing on his end, though. Like, it's more disrespectful than no jumper if he swings on him. Him spitting on him is kind of like, it's not as disrespectful to the platform, but. But it's over disrespectful to shorty ass, though. You know what I'm saying? Oh, fuck. It's. Hey, that was crazy. I watched that bitch a couple times. I ain't going to lie. You got a couple views out of me, y'all. <laughs> yeah, he really did. Oh, fuck. Oh, Flacco spit back, but it was like a dry spit. Was, like he didn't have any spit. I didn't think he wanted to spit when I seen this shit. What are you on with? That's him? my boy, 16, my boy, but I feel like he shouldn't have spit, though. He should have knocked his ass out or something, like if it was really a problem. Mm. And then it was, because he. Females be. Who, what he was on? 
He was just talking hella shit. He, he was calling him a clout chaser from the oh, very from the beginning very, of the from interview. The beginning, he already he, told him like you a goofy, you a clout chaser in my eyes. I, I, I told him after that, I'm like, you can't start an interview like that, bro. You gotta like, he a clout chaser. You gotta be cool with him if and like if you want him to. That's fight talk type shit. Yeah, he ain't fuck with him. You can't just name call. He ain't fuck with sixteen at all. He feel like he's... Uh, yeah, but he's like clicked up. He's doing what Bam Man Kevo tells him to do. I ain't want to say that, but yeah, that's how I, feel. <laughs> I ain't want to say that. Band man got a battery in his back. I like he dropped the bag on his ass. But now we now we know that Band man Kevo did not snitch, and sixteen shot him. Did not snitch or have a thing with an underage girl. The both of that was debunked. Ten ninety Jake went got the paperwork, looked into it, found that both of it was bullshit. So I'm glad that we have that kind of technology on the internet these days. Who the fuck uh, is 1090 Jake? Get on YouTube, search 1090 Jake. And it's the best YouTube channel. It's I a, think this shit though. Yeah, he's shit? hard. He does all the best like street YouTube content. He didn't. He from, probably though, got a man? video about you. He eating. He probably, didn't jump from, <laughs> He's I'll, from like uh he's from Florida and Boston, basically. He's a white blood. Damn. Very rare. Damn. How you get all this information from somebody on the street? I interviewed him. You go watch my interview with him. It's like four, three and a half hours long. It's fire. Yeah, it's fuck. He look up the court documents and all that shit. Yeah, yeah. Y'all yeah, want to know something? So if you ever want to prove somebody's a snitch, he's probably a good guy to get in touch I with. I don't want to prove nobody. If you ever has a snitch, I don't want no smoke with you. Don't tell him. I don't look. Y'all do y'all thing. Yeah? <laughs> keep me out that shit. You're not in the paperwork business? Yeah, like, nah, I ain't trying, that shit. trying to prove nothing. I ain't trying to prove nothing. You telling on people, leave me alone, you know? Right. Start telling on you. Yeah. <laughs> Sweet. Leave them folks alone. How you feel about Batman Kevin, though? You fuck with his movement? I don't even know him like that. I fuck with, I used to fuck with his song back in the day. It's like shit. It's oh, baller, you know? <laughs> yeah, he need to drop yeah. some more music. He was decent, wasn't he? That yeah, bad, that bitch song. He, 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 he probably was dropping that bag, though, because he was on the radio a lot. He was an icon for the scammers. Yeah. He made hella money scamming. I watched a little mini documentary thing about it the, uh, the other day. Actually, it was a 1090 Jake video where getting crazy. they were talking about how much money he made scamming back in the day and shit. So that's like a under undertold story. Everybody in the music talks about the gang shit. But we know that damn near every fucking kid in Chicago is a scammer. And, and that story <laughs> is not told as often. Yeah, we know we know him like y'all know him though. Shit, we don't really know him just because we from Chicago. I mean, like we. Nah, they know. probably know right. him. They just said I had conversations with him. You ain't yeah, for know, sure. Know he probably know him better. He probably know him better than we do. Right. But yo, when you heard that he had lipo, which has now I guess been disproven, <laughs> how did that That's sit the, with you? you we, said it was disproven. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're saying it's not true. Oh no, no, no. He did have lipo, but he didn't get a BBL. That was. Now you should have knew he ain't ready to get a BBL, but it was funny though. Saucy Santana got a BBL. What the fuck is she talking <laughs> Hey, yo, what the fuck is nigga talking about? You don't know who Saucy Santana is? I don't know about that. It's a gay rapper. I know a gay rapper. You crazy. You don't listen to gay rappers in the rack? Why would you, bro? Like, 63rd, no gay rappers? No, you got no problems with nobody. Oh, look, man, look. Stop being funny out here. I don't know about no gay niggas or none of that weird. He's not your type of dude. He's like a makeup dude, like a stylist or some shit. You talking about 63rd, no gay rapper? You went here sitting on bitch. Y'all don't hit a nigga. Look how uncomfortable. He got at the idea of a dude with a BBL. <laughs> nah, it wasn't that because I was chirping off the Ben Man Cabo BBL. Oh, yeah, right? that, that's Cap. But I see some shit where he said he did get his ass done, though. He just, he didn't want the top to be raw as hell, but the bottom be bogus. Oh, so shit. he got some some fat taken out of his ass so, as well? I don't know what happened. Shit, if you're going to do it, you might as well go all the way with it. <laughs> I told him, like, at this point, I'm down that need to go jump in that bitch. 
Yeah. Come out this bitch. Nah, you could just hop on a diet. Pack, you don't got to do that. Come out the six pack. Come out this bitch like 50 cents. Bro, you got good genetics. You go work out, do some boxing classes for a couple of weeks. You'd be all right. You can't really, like, you can't really, you can't really break out like that. Um, Run, do all that shit, though. You yeah, I, got, I, got, I ain't got no kneecap to shit. That's oh, your legs fucked up? I got shot in the knee. Oh, I forgot. Yeah. Hip problems. problems and shit. Motherfuckers been getting. Wounded veteran. You read my man. On phone him. <laughs> that's just how I'm feeling. Um, all right, so what do you what do you guys got going on in terms of this movement right now? What's the new shit that you guys are dropping? Shit, we just dropped a tape a couple weeks ago. Um, we proceed thirty me young and cash. Shit, me and young finna drop where you being three. We got a lot of shit in store type shit. We got the merch going crazy right now too. Mm. We're trying to push that shit going. We're trying to put cash, another cash. What's the word called? The Tupac albums. How you call that shit? Posthumous? Yeah. We're trying to do some more cash okay, shit yeah. like that. Yeah, posthumous. <laughs> I'm like a thesaurus or a dictionary yeah, for yeah. you guys. Just hit me up anytime. <laughs> anytime you can't think of the word, just hit me up. We got a lot of shit going though. Oh, yeah. We got to keep it rolling. The, the, the other question I forgot to ask a second ago was I know you were tuned in when. Uh, 16 was doing the Cairo interview. Really, not really though. Really? Yeah. I'd be, be like, tuned in. I don't really like watching a lot of people's shit, but it'd be like, shit, the people make me watch some shit. Like, that shit go too viral. I'm like, man, I'm damn to missing out. I ain't seen People start shit. DMing you about it and shit. No, not really. Like, my fans don't really care about that shit, but I just be seeing that shit. Like, y'all post that shit. They, mm-hmm. A lot of people be posting that shit. Then I see a lot of people talk about it on Facebook or something. I'm missing out if I don't really see it. Mm. Yeah. Definitely. But uh, when you, uh, like, do you feel like 16 is going to be able to stay out of the the politics doing that kind of content? Because, you know, it's like in that world, doing certain types of interviews is going to burn a lot of bridges for you. I don't know. Do it. Yeah. I would think. He did that Scott already did, huh? You should. Well... Somehow he got, a lot of, he got a couple I'm, interviews like that. I'm treading the line, but yeah, but but me interviewing you guys is like realistically your option. I'm not going to give a fuck about this interview because it's like you're not using it as a platform to go crazy. And even if you were, it's like it's kind of been established that I do this with both sides. But that was a different one because it's like you got somebody's old homie who's fully like exposing them and saying the craziest shit about them, like exposing like family business like that. That was crazy. I was seeing it, kind of thinking like, damn, I wish I got those views. And also thinking like, damn, I'm glad I'm not the fucking person who exposed all this shit. Yeah. 50-50. I thought you got to take the good with the bad. 50-50. Because after that shit, I don't know if he got on your shit before or right around the same time. He was lit, though. He Mm. got that shit. He he had the whole fool, baby mama, all that weird shit going on. Fool. Oh, what, 16 yeah. fucking Batman's man's baby mama? I'm just saying 16. <laughs> Why you got to say all that, man? I'm just saying well, he 16 did. had a whole lot of shit going on around the same time. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. He was here. You think he got a, a PR company to help him spit in oh. someone's face and do this oh, interview? No, it's like, nah, nah, it's I a whole rollout. The 16 nah, shot him rollout. Viral for, 16 that. had a lot of viral moments back to back to back to back to back. 16 was viral. He but was, he's, he's if working. he's going to be the next academics, he needs that. Yeah, you got to keep that going. Because think about it. 
academics was at a certain level and then he gets in that shit with the Migos with Joe Budden and all of a sudden, boom, his like fame reaches a different level. You know, a lot of times it's these dumb little controversies and viral moments that really make you famous as fuck, which is kind of unfortunate, but that's also like, that's just the reality is that, you know, him spitting in Flacco's face definitely made him way more fucking famous. So he came that's back here after that, didn't he? Yeah, I don't think he's been here, but yeah, I, I still I fuck see with him. him. Another interview after that with Fool. Ass. I think that was did the second. I be watching your shit. Wait, that was second. Oh yeah, him and Sharp did one after yeah, that, right? Okay, yeah. Some shit, okay. shit, you know. Right, definitely. All right, well, I appreciate y'all coming in here. Rest in peace, Cash. But yeah, show, sure. rest in peace, Duck too. Yeah, rest in peace, Duck. President, definitely. Appreciate you too, though, man. Appreciate you guys for sure. Much love, Young. Dutchy. Coolest podcast in the world. He said it. Coolest podcast in the world. Check us out on YouTube, TikTok, Patreon, <laughs> Instagram, all that shit. Like, comment, subscribe. Nojumper.com if you want to support. Bow. I'm now. <laughs>